welcome everyone to the One More Game Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jeremy Culver, a.k.a. Darcy, and with me, as always, is Texas's most wanted, Isaac Campos. Isaac, how you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, not much going on with me. You know, just working, trucking along, yeah, playing some games here and there. But uh, how was your vacation? You went on a little vacation. Uh, vacation was, was fun. Um, you know, I... I had a blast, and I didn't expect to actually have a blast. Uh, we went to, now that I'm out of it, I'll tell you, say we went to Cincinnati, and I wasn't expecting Cincinnati to be that fun of a city, I guess, and it actually ended up being very fun. It was a great time. Um, it's actually really nice there, too, and I liked uh, the, the scenic beauty that we got to check out and then of course the you know the the typical tourism things so we went and checked out a couple of different museums and yeah man it was it was a blast but we also we ate way too much food it was really good food nice but we ate nice. way too much food <laughs> what was your favorite what was your favorite food? oh um well i would say honestly it's it's a tie now i will say like when it comes to daily daily menu it was a place called Melt Revival, um, and they had the I had this uh, vegan Philly cheesesteak there, and oh my Come on, god, man, that's that's not a thing. Come on, man. No, it was, and it, oh my <laughs> god, dude, it was so good. Really, it was so good. But the reason why I said like when it goes to daily menu, I would give that because there's this other place in Cincinnati called Harmony Plant Fair. And it's va basically like a, a vegan deli place, and they make all their own uh, vegan meats right there in the shop. And they had a special, like a special menu item the day that I was there and bought it. And it was like a um, a hot panini sandwich. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, it had this. Not only was it like a panini sandwich, so it had like the vegan meat and then like, uh, you know, cheese and things of that nature. But they had this vegan red pepper jam on it. And that with the combination of the panini, oh, that that was my like overall favorite. But it was only a special, so it's not like there all the time. <laughs> so that okay. was that was really, really good, too. But no, I tease you a lot about being vegan, but it's it's a nice egg. There's a lot of vegan options nowadays, you know. Mm -hmm. I think about like 20 years ago and how hard it must have been to be vegan. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Uh, is again, I've only been vegan essentially for two years now, and uh, and even in the town that we live in right now, there's not a lot of vegan options. So right. I imagine, like you know, like you said, 20 years ago, it was probably like this, but everywhere. Um, so it's it's it was really cool and cincinnati has a lot of vegan food but of course they also have a lot of you know regular food that um people you know swear is delicious there too so i would i would recommend i i recommend cincinnati as a cool place to go check out it definitely was a it was a shocker to me but with that all being said, thank you guys so much for tuning into the One More Game podcast. This is a podcast that is centered around making sure you're informed on the video game news going on all around the world. Whether it's PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, or Atari, if it even makes a comeback and we need you to talk about it, we will tell you all about it. With you guys listening to this on your respective podcast services, please hit the follow button or the subscribe button, whatever that button might be for your podcast service. And if your podcast service allows reviews, please leave a five-star review telling people why you love the One More Game podcast because we really enjoy bringing this to you each and every Friday. As always, we start every single podcast talking about what we've been playing lately. So Isaac, it has been two weeks since we actually sat down and did a recording. What have you been playing lately? Well, I picked up Deathloop on Tuesday. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of time to play it, so I, I couldn't play Tuesday. Um, and then yesterday, I played about an hour and a half uh, after work. And so, and then, you know, I had work today, so I, could, I haven't played today. But I'm planning to play on, I'll play more after, after we're done recording this. But it, it's, a, you know, it's, it's, it's an Arcane Studios game. Um, at least very early, because I will say in the hour and a half, it feels like I'm still kind of in the tutorial area. Okay. Um, and and not so much in the like you you know every game starts with oh walk forward by pressing W shoot with mouse one where, right? 
but then it's introducing me to these new areas and it's, it feels like it's like oh okay so this is one area that you're going to come back to so just keep that you know just, and it feels like it's introducing me to 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 certain areas right now still um so i haven't gotten a lot of the powers yet they call them slabs you know you get slabs you got powers i only got one which is just you know you die you can die twice and 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 respawn mm -hmm. uh before the loop begins right um i guess i should talk about the story i guess it's it's a, the narrative is you're stuck in a loop and you're trying to break out of it um the antagonist is trying to stop you from breaking out of it for whatever reason we don't know well that's i'm assuming that's what the narrative game um well the narrative is going to lead towards so i have because you know i'm really good at video games star say so oh, i haven't yeah. actually died so i haven't actually seen what what that looks like when you actually die in the loop so i haven't seen that yet but like i said i'm still in the tutorial area so um uh I'm, i don't we'll, we'll see as the game goes on. yeah 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 <laughs> but also i'm really good at video games um but yeah i mean arcane studios i'm a big fan of the dishonored game so i was looking forward to this a lot um it, it does feel a little bit like dishonored early on which to me it's a good thing but it does feel more more gunplay uh, because i mean dishonored you don't have a lot of guns in this game you got a lot of guns um but yeah it's, it's a lot of fun i'm gonna continue looking uh while playing it and i'll report back next week we'll Heck see how yeah. far i get i'm i'm uh i saw you playing it last night and i'm excited for death loop as well as you know i've been hooked on it since it came got announced way back when i think this was like 2018 now or something like that when the at the bethesda conference but i really want to pick it up i haven't picked it up one because of my backlog but two i've been traveling a lot and i had already purchased uh, tales of arise so i am kind of waiting until i clear out a game before i i hop into death loop but i'm excited that uh you're playing it so i can i can get your perspective on it but i'm gonna pick it up regardless but the the reviews for the game have me very optimistic for when i finally jump in were you a dishonored guy oh yeah i love dishonored yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i jumped on the train late i started playing like well, i played the first one like i don't know two or three months before the second one came out oh, i didn't okay. beat the first one but i started playing the second one i was like oh oh like, man dishonored 2 was really fucking good dishonored one i I want to say I bought it at launch and because I was in college when it came out and I burned through that game in like a night and a half because I just like no lifed it and just yeah. oh my god I loved everything about Dishonored 1 um, and I I honestly will admit I have not played Dishonored 2 yet only just because you basically it's one of those things where it's like as my backlog you because know, my backlog is never ending as my backlog was like you know building up Dishonored 2 came out and i was like all right i'll wait to go pick it up and i just haven't picked it up yet and i know it's on game pass now so like i feel like there's no excuse for me to play it or not to play it but i uh i'm currently playing something else so it's like all right at some point i'm gonna hop into De uh Dishonored 2 but Deathloop might take the place before i finally get to D dishonored 2 but yes dishonored is amazing i love that series and you should go play it and as isaac just said he played dishonored 2 and he loved dishonored 2 so go you play know, it. you know what i think about the, i mean yeah like, it's great that Deathloop's getting um all these reviews and and i'm sure that like i said i'm only an hour and a half in so i can't make a judgment yet but i bet you a lot of his people never played any of the dishonored games and are now feeling what arcane is capable because like i said at least the first hour and a half feels very dishonory mm -hmm. but with more guns so i feel like a lot of people are like now trying an arcane game and they're like oh this is actually really good yeah well i mean if this is what gets arcane the pedigree yep. and the reputation that it should have i'm all for it we have Same. more games coming from arcane coming down the line so redfall heck yeah redfall looks I mean, I know it was just a cinematic trailer, but it looks awesome premise-wise. I'm I'm hyped for it. Um, for myself, or actually, I should say, is there any other games you've been playing besides Destiny? No, that that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, back to me. Uh, because of me traveling so much, uh, I played a lot of Star Ocean One uh, or Star Ocean First Departure R, which is the remake on Switch. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Again, it's 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 an old. It's an old game. I mean, the the remake, of course, is brand new. I think it came out last year. But the game that it is remade from is really old. Um, 
back on the place or the Super Nintendo. And so there's dated, you know, aspects of it and stuff. I know like one thing that kind of came up that I it always reminds me when I play some of these older games, even though I love playing the older games, is I always forget that like in the older games, they didn't have like a quest log or something to kind of be like, hey, this is what you're supposed to go do next. Because I remember like one night while I was in Cincinnati, I played right before going to bed, but I was tired and I finished a mission. And like, of course it told me what to do next. And I went to bed. Well, when I woke up the next day, I couldn't remember what I needed to do. (laughs) And so I was like, what do I do? And I was trying to like figure out like how to figure out what to do. I ended up kind of like, deducing it basically off of okay what was the thing i last remember trying to accomplish and then it like slowly kind of clicked in my head oh yeah now i kind of do remember this dialogue that was said and I'm, and then of course once i remembered that yes that was what i needed to do and i was able to kind of advance forward but i always forget with some of those older games not having the uh the the log not having like a thing a marker that tells you hey you need to go over here uh it sometimes leads you to like going between saves going what the heck am i doing um and i do have to tell this quick funny story while i was playing it because this honestly frustrated the hell out of me in cincinnati but looking back on it was really really funny and at one part in the story um you have a chance to recruit a character and so i think i've explained this before when we did our uh top 10 games a podcast and i talked about star ocean 2 you can recruit various characters depending on the the dialogue that you do and the options that you choose you don't have to recruit you know the same party members and so I completed this mission, and this one character, uh, his name is Sias, was like, yeah, you know, I'm, all right, cool, thanks, uh, it was, you know, p- good partying with you, I'm gonna go head out, and so you could recruit him at that moment. Well, in part of the dialogue, if you want to recruit him, is he talks about there's this treasure cave that he found, and so I recruited him, and I started to walk around, and keep in mind, I had been playing for about an hour and a half, almost two hours, hadn't saved at this point yet and it was like i was i knew instantly where the the treasure cave was just because of what he said i was like oh it has to be in this location and so sure enough you walk into the walk into that certain location and then all of a sudden the characters will be like hey sias didn't you say a cave is around here and you go in the cave and i was like oh you know what i'll do like a battle or two but i'm i'll come back to this because like i want to kind of keep advancing the story the first fight that i get into that treasure cave is way higher level than where I was at. And they one hit me. All three of my characters. I couldn't even escape. And died. Lost two hours of progress. And oh, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this happened. So, anyways, fast forward. I do the quest that I had done before I recruited Sias. Complete that all again. Go back to uh to town turn in the quest i get to the point where i can recruit him again and this time i chose no even though i know where the i can still go to the treasure cave i knew where it was i chose no but for some reason in my mind i was like hmm i need to like look up something on one of the stats and i was like let me look in the menu and see if i could figure out where like what this stat might mean and i was going through the menu and for some reason i was in like like a third or fourth sub menu, I should say at this point. I hit a button and it's like, oh, like, do you want to go back to the main menu? And my mind registered that as like back to the first menu. And I said, yes. And then all of a sudden the title screen popped up. And I was like, are you kidding me? I just lost another hour and a half of progress because I jumped okay. to the main menu. <laughs> First, first of all, back that's back. another thing about old games. The autosave, right? Like they didn't have autosave back then. You had your little stupid memory stick or whatever. Yeah. But you went when you lost those first two hours. You went right back in there, mm-hmm. like 
Right back Man, in it. That game would have been on timeout for me <laughs> after my <laughs> last two hours. I can't believe you went back in there. And then you lost another hour. Like an hour and a half at that you point. Shelf that game, bro. Just put it in your back. Bro. Dude, I like, obviously the third time around, as soon as I finished that mission, I was like, save. <laughs> Just save right now. I'm not moving anywhere until I hit the save button. And of course, I was paranoid, so I saved it like four times. <laughs> like, it is saved. All right, we're good. But, uh, for auto now, you know? Yeah, I agree. But um, other than that, I played a little bit more of Greatest Attorney. I've, obviously, I've talked about it before, but I love that game, and uh, it was it was a ton of fun so far. Haven't played too much of it since, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And then I started playing uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon on Xbox Game Pass because uh, Winnie, my wife, uh, she, I bought her Life is Strange True Colors. The, so she's been playing my PS5, playing that. So I was like, well, I got to play something else. And I haven't had enough time to hop on Destiny. Like, I've only gotten to play, especially this week, like an hour up, like basically to this point, an hour combined. So I was like, there's not enough time. Like the two nights, it was 30 minutes each. I was like, there's not enough time for me to do anything on Destiny. So I... Popped on Yakuza Like a Dragon. I've been playing that. So, again, I'm about an hour in. I'm really enjoying it. I knew I would. Um, I was excited for it when it was first coming out. But um, so far, so good. And, uh, yeah, there's like there's some, there's some emotional pulls in that game. I love Yakuza for that reason. They always do this great balance, I think, of, like, telling a serious story while also keeping the over-the-top humor. And Yakuza Like a Dragon sure seems to be pointing to that same thing, that we're going to have some great over-the-top humor but some serious like emotional storytelling at the same time i've never played any yakuza game but every once in a while i'll come across a video of like they're doing karaoke or something yes <laughs> like, what is going on in karaoke this game? mini game is great it's a mini game it's great though <laughs> okay. yeah but uh anyways we've been talking a lot about what we've been playing lately let's get to our gaming catalog where it features a long list of speculative games got announced or leaked, I guess I should say. Switch is adding Bluetooth audio to existing consoles. Battlefield is not coming out when they said it would. Splitgate raises a lot of money, and your Destiny music is having a little bit of controversy. That's all coming up on the uh, gaming catalog here on the One More Game podcast. And we're going to get right into the main story. This is NVIDIA has confirmed the leaked GeForce Now list is real, but... Claims the games are speculative. We're going over to the Video Game Chronicle. This is written by Chris Scullion, and it goes as follows. In a blog post and accompanying video posted on Monday, developer Igor July, I should say, documented how he was able to access the database of NVIDIA's streaming service, GeForce Now. It included a list of titles that were compiled by Steam DB founder Pavel Dejunk. Dejundic, I think, hope I said that right, featuring unannounced games like Final Fantasy IX Remake, Bioshock RTX Remaster, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Halo 5 for PC, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Remasters, Crisis 4, Half-Life 2 Remastered, Injustice 3, and plenty more. Now, Davidia has since confirmed that this list is real and claimed it was used for only internal testing that the games listed don't necessarily exist. And here's what they said, quote, NVIDIA is aware of an unauthorized published game list with with both released and or speculative titles used only for internal tracking and testing. Uh, inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor an announcement of any game. NVIDIA took immediate action to remove access to the list. No confidential game builds or personal information were exposed. Now, I do want to ask you, Isaac, because we can kind of talk more about this and just like go right into it. Or do you want me to list off some of the other games that were included on that list before we do? Uh, you can list. You can list some of them. All right. So here are here are some of the lists that were included in that database. So God of War for PC, Returnal for PC, Demon Souls for PC. The reason I add that is, of course, these are the the PlayStation versions being ported to PC. So I just wanted to make that clear. Of course, the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Remaster, an unannounced Xbox project that went by a via codename, uh, Fight for Middle Earth and Injustice 3 Gods Will Fall, Human Fall Flat 2, Total War 9, Helldivers 2, 
Halo 5 Guardians for PC, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field for PC, Bioshock 2022, Final Fantasy 7 Remake for PC, Bayonetta 3 for PC, Crisis 4, and Kingdom Hearts 4. Plus, there was also a Chrono Cross remaster and Final Fantasy Tactics remaster, which is not included in this list, but was included in some other articles that I read. Uh, Isaac, let me just ask you this. First... What did you think when you first originally saw the list of these games? And then two, how do you interpret what NVIDIA is saying with their public statement about it? Okay, first of all, is it not NVIDIA? Why are you saying it NVIDIA? Who's wrong here? I think you're wrong. <laughs> I'm saying NVIDIA? Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing NVIDIA. I'm saying NVIDIA. <laughs> okay, now I hear NVIDIA. Okay, I don't know. I maybe it's because I was like reading the article and maybe I was like saying it. But yeah, NVIDIA. Okay, it doesn't matter. I was just teasing. But, you know, I mean, it is weird that they would just name certain, like, for example, God of War, Return of Demon Souls. Like, those are, you know, big Sony games that people would like on PC, but it is weird that they just named certain things that way for testing, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you got other Xbox projects named, you know, their code name. Mm -hmm. So you can just name it whatever. It doesn't, why would you name it God of War, Return whatever? Um... So my initial reaction was like, okay, I think this is real, but now the when when you were uh, listing these these titles and you said Halo Five Guardians, I remember there was a an article today I saw earlier today, or I'm looking for it that said you know one of the the Microsoft heads uh, said or someone from Microsoft said there's no plans for Halo Five coming to PC. Yes, correct. So n- now I'm thinking, okay, maybe this isn't real. Um, but it, it's still very strange that they named them, you know, God of War and Demon Souls. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Um, I would like for it to, for these games to come to PC, right? Um, to one less console I would have to buy, even if it means waiting a year for some of these games, you know, I would wait a year for some of the games. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to make of this I, right now. I'm leaning on, um, some of these games, yeah, like it's just what NVIDIA, NVIDIA, maybe I'm saying it the wrong way too, I don't know. NVIDIA um, is saying it's just for testing purposes. Um, but yeah, they're in full damage control right now, so who knows? Who yeah, knows? I mean, of course, like, let's say, let's get it right out there. Even if this list was real, right? NVIDIA is not going, NVIDIA is not going to go, hey, it's real. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. They're not just going to come out and come from, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these know. games are actually coming to our GeForce Now service that haven't even been announced. So, like, that's the first thing to keep in mind. So, of course, they're going to say, hey, we're aware of this list. This does, they're, They were just for testing. They're not real. Um, but I like how they said, or I guess I the reason I say I like is it does leave open the door that some of these can be real. And that's where they said, you know, basically inclusion on the list is neither a confirmation nor an announcement of any game. So they didn't just come right out and say, yo, these are not real. They're just basically saying like, yeah, we remember, like we had this list. As they said, they used it for internal purposes. And they're like, we're not going to comment any further than that, technically. Like that's technically what they're saying there. But they have to put the, you know, neither confirmation nor an announcement. Uh, I, for one, am very hopeful that a majority of these are real. Like, I get that some of these might be fake. So, for instance, God. Of, let's be honest. God of War will likely come to PC at some point. I mean, we've already had, obviously, Days Gone come to PC. We have Horizon coming to PC. There, At some point, God of War is going to come to PC. I mean... Uh, Heck, uh, um, Nathan Drake collection, all the Uncharted games are coming to PC. You know, it's at some point, God of War is going to be on that well, list. Well, yeah, I think I think that collection is just Uncharted 4 and the, um, the uh, oh my god, the and Lost after. Legacy, Lost Legacy. There you go. Uh, yeah, but no, the the from that trailer, uh, and I I could be wrong. I'm not gonna look it up at the moment. But from that trailer, the way that I gathered is that the collection. The collection is all of them coming to PC and um, and um, PS5. I don't know why I blanked on PS5. That was the that was the way I interpreted it because of the fact that they kind of showed like the the um, 
the like play all of them on your PS5. But either way, anyway, uh, let's just use Uncharted Four. Yeah, it's yeah, coming to PC. So at some point, God of, God of War will. The other things though, like that, kind of are the weird ones. Like Halo Five is weird just because of the fact that. It's not there yet, and they're about to launch Infinite. So I couldn't imagine that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, and here's Halo 5 you know, for PC at the yeah, same time. Let me break in right here. Um, what I was talking about is uh, Brian Jared, which is the community uh, director for, for 343. And he tweeted out, uh, maybe this, well, quote, maybe this was for Halo 5 Forge, but I can confirm there are no plans to bring Halo 5 to PC. We know there's some demand for it. But as we've stated before, not in the cards as the studio is fully focused on Infinite and MCC. Uh, we'll never say never, but n- nothing underway currently. So that's what he said on Twitter. Yeah, that 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 sounds about right. I'm um, just really quickly checking this. this. It sounds pretty definitive. So like, yeah, yeah. That that in its own puts this entire list into question. Yeah. So. So I think you are right. I misinterpreted the video from the announcement. It looks like that while you were doing that, I was looking it up, the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. Right. And it is just a Thief's End and Lost Legacy coming to PC. But either way, you know, those are coming to PC. So God of War's got to come at some point. However, and I agree with you on that one. That's why, again, I'm like, all right, you know, this is just a little weird. But there are some games on here that just me as a JRPG fan want to happen. And Chrono Cross Remaster is one of those. So I actually, when I saw that list, I know we just talked about my top 10 favorite games. And my God, I now regret some of the games that I put on there because I'm like, God, why didn't I think of this game and this game and this game? And one Super of those Mario is Chrono World? Cross. I'm, I'm, I'm still very upset that you didn't put Super Mario World in there. But anyways. <laughs> but one of those is Chrono Cross. And Final Fantasy Tactics is another one. And... Both seeing those as remasters on this list gave me such hope that there actually is going to be a remaster. And I don't need a full-on remake as much as that would be amazing. What I just want, and I've said this countless times off podcast, is I just want a remaster, so like an upscaled version of those games available on modern consoles so we can play them. So that way I don't have to plug in my PS3 and you know play them on my uh like on my PS1 discs on that. I just want to have the ability to pop in, uh, you know, on my PS5 or on my Switch and and play those games in in a um cleaner looking version, maybe like a la like the uh Final Fantasy 8 remaster where it it updated the sprites and things of that nature. So that list really got my hopes up and I know that it's likely not real, like you just said. They probably put that there just for, again, for internal purposes. But, man, I would go nuts if I saw those actually get announced, even if they're just a slight upscale. I would just the, – the fact that I can play them again on modern consoles would just make me so happy, and that's what I want. Those, those are more than more likely than the other – some of the other games on this list, so – Maybe, maybe you get lucky. They did say some of these games are real, so or some of this, you know, this leaked info is real. So yeah, is there any so, other yeah. game? Is there any other game because because I obviously listed some. Is there any games on there that you wish or hope were real? Uh, I mean Bioshock, right? But we kind of have that confirmed. That is real, right? To take two has said this is in the works. I think they said that a new entry uh, in Bioshock is coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see. I mean, yeah, just just the Sony games and Bioshock, really. Halo Five would be cool, like the multi. But eh, Infinite is coming around; it's around the corner, so maybe not. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Bioshock and the Sony games. Sounds good. Wait, Kingdom's Heart Four. That that was I completely missed that one. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Four. That's <laughs> okay. Now nah, that's that's not real. Oh, <laughs> all right. You think it's not happening? All right. Um. Anyway. Let's go to our next topic, and this is kind of a weird one. So it is about the Nintendo Switch finally adding Bluetooth audio support. This is from Eurogamer coming from Tom Phillips, and 
More than four years after its release, Nintendo Switch finally supports Bluetooth audio. The feature is the main addition in the Switch system's new software update version 13.0.0, which is available to download now. Now, Nintendo's support page notes a couple of limitations. Up to two wireless controllers can be paired with a Switch while using Bluetooth audio, and headsets will be disconnected during local communications, such as when starting a wireless multiplayer game. To be fair, I guess in that situation, you're going to be shouting at each other in person anyway. Additionally, only one Bluetooth audio device can be connected at a time nintendo says and bluetooth microphones can't be used uh, another part of it was the that there's a firmware update for the new switch dock that will be coming out with the LAN port so then that way of course that can be updated in the future and also you can set to download things in sleep mode i have to ask you isaac how I guess, how did you take the announcement that Bluetooth audio was being added or being, I guess, supported by Nintendo, despite the fact that it wasn't at launch and apparently it was in the console to do so? Yeah, I mean, about time, right? I remember when I first got, well, my sister got the Switch and I tried to connect some Bluetooth headphones and I was like, what? why isn't this a thing? Especially for a portable device. Why isn't, you know, the Bluetooth a thing? A, a, a uh, portable device that was also released four years ago. I mean, like, yeah. this wasn't like 2001 or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, 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 you know, Nintendo sometimes, you know, they make some weird decisions. But whatever, I guess better late than never, I guess. Um, it, this should have been a day one feature. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Good. <laughs> I, I like I like it too. I'm right there with you. I think it's good. I, I am still a little, I guess, frustrated. And maybe it is the limitations of the Bluetooth that they have on there. But the fact that Bluetooth audio or Bluetooth microphones still aren't supported. I just don't understand it. Now, part of it, of course, I guess now that I'm like thinking about it out loud, maybe the fact that there is no party system directly on the Switch and you have to use that like Nintendo Switch app, which is also still really stupid. And hopefully they change that at some point, maybe next year, maybe in year five of the Nintendo Switch's release. But uh, Pro comes out. yeah, maybe. But like, I just, I just still find it weird that the audio microphone, at least portion, is still Nintendo, not supported. Nintendo just needs to get like their whole online infrastructure is just bad you know <laughs> like like when we played i haven't played pokemon united in a while but when we played it and we just feel you know input delay like slide input delay you know it doesn't feel good um when we play i don't know if you ever played smash online or try to play smash oh online, yeah i played smash online a lot that game is awful online you um, you really have to play with certain people i guess that's how i would describe it if you play and, with like someone you know that has a good like connection like it has to be a friend that you know is a good connection it can still get rough right but yeah or playing against about, randoms is yeah. awful or how about the time we try to play mario party <laughs> oh god that was awful <laughs> that was really Just awful get with the times nintendo like this should have been a day one feature oh let me ask you something i don't have a ps5 can you bluetooth you know hook up a bluetooth headset to your ps5 like any ps5 i mean any bluetooth headset uh, to my I don't knowledge, think so. yeah. Can you? I okay, haven't had people an... you couldn't, right? I haven't had an issue. So you've actually hooked up just some random, you know, your AirPods or whatever to to your PS Five. Uh, I've I've hooked up my old workout headphones to it um, that okay. are Bluetooth, but but at the same time, I guess now that you're saying that. I don't know if, PS4, like, maybe that has, like, a certain Bluetooth that worked. I don't know if I should try some other of my Bluetooth headsets and just see. That might be a, a something I try. Okay. Well, I'd like to know. But whatever. Nintendo, get with the times. All right. Agreed. I'm glad this is here. Add party chat to your whole, you know, online ecosystem or whatever. Um, but, yeah. That has to be the next most requested thing. I mean, they got it. They got to fix that party system. Because I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do, but they got to fix that party system. It's. I am Fucking not. Nintendo. I am not using my phone app 
to try to talk <laughs> and party with my friends. I will just use we Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah, we were in Discord when we were trying to play Mario Party or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm not downloading this stupid party yet. Uh, anyway, next thing that we got to move on to is... I know this one probably... I guess I shouldn't say probably, but might might have upset you when you heard the news, Isaac, because I know you said you were looking forward to this game. But Battlefield 2042, unfortunately, has been delayed. We're in delay season, people. A lot of games are getting delayed, but you don't have to wait too long. This is an article from IGN coming from Matt Kim, and it goes as follows. EA has announced that Battlefield 2042 will be delayed until November 19th, pushing the release date by almost a month back after its original October 22nd release date. In a press release, DICE GM Oscar Gabrielson cites ongoing complications with the COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, given the scale and scope of the game, we had hoped our teams would be back in our studios together as we move towards launch. With the ongoing conditions not allowing that to happen safely, and with all the hard work the team are doing from the teams are doing from home, we feel it is important to take the extra time to deliver on the vision of Battlefield 2042 for our players, end quote. Battlefield 2042 is EA and DICE's first Battlefield game since 2018's Battlefield 5, and it is the latest game to be hit by a delay in 2021. Again, there's been a number of those. Uh, unlike some of the other major releases originally planned for 2021, Battlefield 2042 will still launch in this year and will not impact EA's financial forecast for the fiscal year 2022. EA has also said an, uh, EA also says an update on the open beta for Battlefield 2042 will be announced later this month. Isaac, what do you think about the delay? And then two, um, I guess, does this hamper or lessen any of your excitement? Or are you more excited that it's still releasing this year? No, I'm still excited it's releasing this year. Um, it's not, I mean, it's only delayed, but what was it, like three weeks? A month, a month at most? I forgot. Uh, it's very close to a month. It's pretty much, yeah, pretty much a month. Um, you know, so it's not like it's a, I mean, it kind of sucks, but it's not like it's a six month play or something, right? Um, and and I, I just I mean, plug in the Miyamoto quote right here, right? Like it's just if this means a better game, like good, I'm happy um, for EA for for them willing to uh, delay the game. But what I do find interesting though is that they pushed it back far, like so far that it's behind now that Call of Duty, right? I feel like yes. historically they always try to get ahead of Call of Duty, you know, try to get as many sales before Call of Duty comes out so that is an interesting decision but so that kind of makes me think that maybe it is like a you know a serious issue that they, they can't you know hammer down before release but you know I'm, I'm confident that they'll fix it um and if it comes i'm sure there'll be bugs at launch i'm sure you know it won't be perfect and super polished but that's just kind of how it goes with games nowadays right like even li especially live service games yeah and um, it, i think yeah. especially when you throw in the fact that it with the pandemic i mean how much of the issues could have been fixed being all in the same studio versus having to you know do the teams exactly i know that i know that developers have said that the pandemic like developing games during the pandemic has still went smoothly but i of course we're seeing that even with it going smoothly things get hampered and hung up because you're not able to all communicate in the same building maybe as quickly as you can obviously uh in the building versus being remotely uh, going back on your point real quick so yes this is actually going to be now pretty much sandwiched between call of duty before it releases and then halo right after if halo actually hits its release date i know that they keep saying it but uh, there's a chance it might get delayed only because obviously battlefield 5 got delayed so there it could happen too um my thing is how much do you think that will impact them when you have, as you already know, Call of Duty, one of the the most popular shooters there are and continues to sell super well regardless of how things go. And I know it does have free Warzone, but that coming before it. And then you have Halo coming right after it, which will have free multiplayer even for people who don't have Game Pass. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tough spot to be in, but I mean, it's Battlefield, right? Battlefield, I think, is big enough for um, 
for it to survive this this isn't like um what was the game that ea sandwiched between was it titanfall 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 i mean titanfall 2 had its you know it had its following it's had its fan base from titanfall 1 but it's not battlefield right and especially in a year that battlefield has so much momentum behind it um people are real excited for 2042 and then you add on top of top of the 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 whole activision thing that's going on right so mm-hmm. maybe maybe that helps you know i'm sure it it, it it pushes things towards you know ea side in favor of ea um so yeah i think they'll be fine um i think all three games will be fine you know call of duty is call of duty it all it'll you know you know my my cousin who likes to play call of duty who doesn't pay any attention to any game except call of duty and you know his madden or something they don't care about the activism thing. They don't. Even, I, don't I doubt they even know it. <laughs> know about it. So Call of Duty will be fine. It'll sell its copies. The Halo Core is there. The Halo Core will always be there. And um, especially now that it's on Game Pass, uh, well, and, and it's free to play. The well, the multiplayer. Um, you know, it's it's not. That's not like a, it'll help people um, not spend one hundred twenty dollars, right? It'll feel easier mm-hmm. for people to just spend the sixty on Battlefield instead of having to choose one or the other. Yeah, I just still wonder with with it now especially being sandwiched between how much does that impact because as you said, Halo is on Game Pass. So most people if they're going to try to play like the campaign for instance, right? They're going to do maybe one month of Game Pass whether it's PC or on console and play it and then maybe they stop it afterwards or they keep Game Pass because they want to play other games. Obviously, the multiplayer is free, so that frees up that money if they weren't if they weren't going to get the campaign, but they just wanted the online, they can at least play the online. But Call of Duty, of course, is going to be paid. And like you said, when you're trying to pick what shooter you're gonna do, I I don't I know people who like specifically play shooters, it might be different, but it's hard to, I guess, justify at times picking two shooters that are in a sense similar and you're going to pay $120 to get both. So I wonder how this decision affects them, but I, I agree with what you said at the beginning. Battlefield typically tries to go before Call of Duty to get those sales ahead of time. There must be a reason that they were like, okay, we have to delay it after Halo or after uh, Call of Duty and hopefully it's it works out for them. Obviously, uh, they they need the time, and as you said, delay it if it makes it a better game. So, speaking of shooters, we got to go to Splitgate, where the devs say it wants to revitalize stale game genres after raising $100 million. And this is an IGN article coming from Jared Moore. I kind of channeled my uh, Dr. Evil there, by the way. Uh, Following its third round of funding, Splitgate developer 1047 Games has raised $100 million, which the company says will help carry out the studio's long-term vision for revitalizing stale game genres. In a press release, the studio confirmed that its most recent round of funding will help the studio flesh out its vision for Splitgate as a top-tier AAA competitive shooter and further establish the company as a, quote, leading creative force of distinct and inventive IP in the gaming space, end quote. According to the developer, the additional financial firepower granted will help contribute towards its long-term ambition to create a new era of classic games. In doing so, 1047 Games will aim to act as a pioneer in genres that it says have, quote, currently stalled, end quote, by implementing, quote, new takes in well-known, globally recognized genres, end quote. Uh, long-term is, um, Long-term goals aside, the CEO has confirmed, though, that, of course, the studio's immediate future is fully committed to working on Splitgate and making that the best game that it can be. Uh, And I'm going to just read this last quote and then kind of pass it over to you. So, quote, building on our core success with Splitgate is our main focus in the immediate future. We are rapidly scaling across all areas of our studio. We are far from finished building out what we feel is the complete Splitgate experience for our loyal and dedicated fans. The funding secured from our partners combined with the belief and support of our vision enables us to focus on both of our short-term growth needs and, more importantly, our long-term vision for 1047 games as a premier driver of completely fresh gaming experiences for fans end quote isaac we talked about Splitgate way back i i haven't returned to Splitgate in a while just because of being busy and stuff 
So one, have you returned to Splitgate in the recent times? And two, how excited are you to hear Splitgate developers getting the funding that they need to really make Splitgate its own, but then their their vision of trying to revitalize these, as they call them currently, stalled uh, genres? Right. So yeah, I played, I don't know, about last week, I think. I played another hour or two with with a friend. Um, I mean, yeah, game's fun. You you know, it's Halo, por- Halo with portals, which is very interesting. You can make a lot of interesting plays. Um, I'm still amazed at just how this game just blew up, right? It 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 seemed like it was dead in the water, and it just kind of blew up. So I'm very happy that they 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 made all this money. But um, is this, uh, the stall genres? This, that's interesting, right? Because I mean, if you're gonna do that, you got to be good at making different types of genres in. I mean, what what genres would that be? I mean, I do, uh, sport, you know. <laughs> sport games. Look, go make <laughs> a good basketball game, so fucking two K can be good again or something. You know, so two K has competition or something. Go make some sport games. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what what could, what could they make. And oh, you know what? Now that I think about, it, I was gonna say MMOs, which reminds me, I did play something else. I did try the New World beta. Okay. Um, so I mean, you know, g- give us give a give a shot at the MMOs because to me MMOs are just so I don't know dated. It feels dated. Like when I was playing, and then you had to pick a server, and if your friend is not on that server, you can't play with them. Um, the whole questing at the beginning, it was, you know, just go collect ten of this, go kill five of that. You know, it was very boring. Um, so you know, <laughs> give MMOs a shot. Try to do that. I I feel like. Uh... I don't know. I feel like you're just basically saying MMOs don't appeal to me because those are like kind of core components of MMOs. You got to no, build the character yeah. up first. It's like a typical RPG. You got to you gotta yeah, do some of like, these like fetch quests at first to build up and get your character I mean, ready. That could be that could be true. But, but come on, son. Like if I, if I can't, <laughs> if I pick the wrong server, I can't play with my friend? Well, that see, like that's where I will say that's where I do feel... I, I get that it is, like, a, obviously a hassle on the back end, but I do feel like more companies should offer, like, free character transfers to transfer your character to a server. Yeah. You know, because, like you said, maybe you pick at first and your friend doesn't realize that you either have the game or that he didn't think right. to ask you ahead of time what server you're on. Like, you should at least get, like, I would say two free character transfers so you can be like, oh, yeah, like, we're all on this server. Okay, let me hop over there. But most of them, you do have to pay to do that. But, um, and that's just, of course, you know, for the same reason as like you don't see it on our end. But like when you play, you know, shooters and stuff, you get synced to a server to play on because not every character can be on that same server. It'll overload it and shut it down. Um, but I, I agree there there should be other ways. But I, I just feel like what you said is like, I don't like MMOs. <laughs> I, I don't. I've tried, I've tried a few and I don't like MMOs. Yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe maybe 1047 games, it changes my mind, you know? But also go make a good basketball game. I want that. <laughs> Sounds good. So, <laughs> 1047 games, uh, you are now basketball developers after split game, just so you're aware. <laughs> But I uh, I don't know what ga- what genre they'd be talking about. I I'm right there with you in the like what 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 do they feel as the stalled you know games the stalled genres to to revitalize. On the flip side of it, I mean I did really enjoy my time playing Splitgate. I know a lot of people have, and so it's really awesome to hear that they got the the hundred million dollar investment to to kind of keep building that game out and of course keep that studio around. I I think that they've really got something great on their hands and i look forward to seeing you know how that game ends up shaping out but i'm also right there with you i also want them to kind of name name drop some uh some stalled genres that they're going to look at because also at the same time they got to make sure they got the staff that can work out those kind of things i mean there's a reason why you know for instance um you know arcane makes certain type of games you know that's why uh Final Fantasy makes certain type of games or not Final Fantasy Square Enix makes certain type of games like it can be hard to step outside those boundaries if a if a person a developer hasn't worked on those other kind of genres before because they can be 
they can, the quality can really feel like a step down and it's that's why they usually scary. they usually source out you know these other genres like for instance square enix they usually source out or have another studio that's dedicated towards a different genre so that the one studio doesn't have to work on that genre so i mean more power to them if it works out for them i hope so yeah, um, i don't know how they're gonna just switch genres <laughs> like every time they make a new game that sounds extremely difficult yeah. okay we got one. anyways we're going on to the next one to this one i don't know what you're gonna feel about this but it is your your love for destiny music coming to, coming to bat oh, uh former bungie composer marty o'donnell found in contempt of court over use of destiny assets this is an article coming from Eurogamer, coming from wesley and pool and it says here composer marty o'donnell has been found in contempt of court over his use of destiny asset and he now owes bungie tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees uh just to get this because it's like towards the bottom right now the fees are currently in dispute but it is currently arguing that it's near one hundred thousand dollars um but anyways back up to the top in april this year bungie served the celebratory celebrated composer behind the original halo music with contempt of court papers over videos related to destiny that were uploaded to o'donnell's youtube channel and other platforms so there was this lawsuit i'm going to try to summarize it as best i can but there's this lawsuit kind of going on back in 2014 after he was fired and essentially in there it was ordered that he had to return all the material related to the music of the spheres and destiny and was blocked from sharing or performing it as part of a 2015 injunction but when they mentioned all it didn't just mean the final state of those it was supposed to be all versions the components the variations of the tracks anything that was involved well then in 2019 o'donnell began uploading videos of other materials relating to this music on youtube as well as Bandcamp, and basically um they this is a quote kind of from bungie mr o'donnell's very pos very possession of such materials proves he did not comply with the orders of the return all to bungie uh basically in the quote and so there's this whole back and forth and then a new judge has kind of stepped in it's a really long article so i recommend you guys go read it for full disclosure but now he's gotta pay back because of this isaac what what's going on man <laughs> what's going on this is very weird to me because i remember playing destiny one and hearing about this story and then here i am five years later six years however long it's been and this is popping back up again. But yeah, I mean, man, it, it seems like when when O'Donnell left Bungie, it was in, it, it, yeah, they didn't leave on good terms, right? It seems like there's bad blood there. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, you know, there was a lawsuit involved. And it, it seemed like he, you know, he won the lawsuit. But, you know, the court also, like you said, they ordered him to return all, all assets. And then he goes on and puts, you know, these assets on YouTube. And he also uploaded them to Bandcamp, I yeah, want to say Bandcamp. it's called. Bandcamp. Like, and, and, you know, you're, you're essentially selling stuff on Bandcamp. So I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bungee apologist, but you were told by the court to return all assets and here you are selling them. Yeah. So it seems like it's just consequences of your own actions, right? Like you got to be held accountable. Um, so I don't, I don't know, Mr. O'Donnell. Like it just sounds like you were being kind of dumb to me. Yeah, I so this is my biggest thing from it, right? Is of course they said you got to return all material, and of course, as they said, that didn't include the final state, you know, versions that included all the components and variations of the tracks. If he did that and then like remade them in his own or whatever to then sell that would make more sense and then i could feel like that's an argument where it's like well no like he did return all the assets he just created music that was inspired or similar in nature to the destiny but the fact that it, it like obviously it is the fact that it is destiny like assets and stuff like i mean that wasn't even the argument of like no i created this after the fact right uh kind of shows yeah you didn't follow you didn't follow the orders man <laughs> so yeah i don't get what was going on through his mind like you were told specifically to return all assets and and you're just out here putting them up on Bandcamp, uploading them on youtube and i know bungie doesn't have a problem with you specifically youtube um because you know there's a lot of lore channels that use the music of destiny and you know they're they're fine mm -hmm. but like i said it seems like there was a bad blood here um 
we don't know the details. So I, I you just yeah, I don't know, Mister O'Donnell. You just you just made a bad decision. Yeah, and I I do have to just read this last line just because you kind of said it, but as Eurogamer puts it, O'Donnell's exit from Bungie was thought to be resolved in 2015, but six years later, the fallout from the high-profile so, split yeah. rumbles on. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's the that's the biggest takeaway for that. Uh, you know, what will that fee be and when he'll have to pay that back? We have no clue on that. But what we do know is what's coming out next week to your various console and PC platforms. And we're going to tell you all about it right now. Friday, September 17th, or as it is today, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom for Switch, Toem P- for PS5, Switch, and PC, Aragami 2 for PS4, Xbox, se- or PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, PC. I wrote PS4 twice on accident. Nexomon, PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, Severed Steel for PC. On Tuesday, we have Kina Bridge of Spirits for PS5, PS4, and PC. Shelter 2 for PC. World War Z Aftermath for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Blood Bowl 3 Early Access for PC. On Wednesday, September 22nd, you talked about it earlier, it is Pokemon Unite coming out for iOS and Android. And Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crow for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. On Thursday, September 23rd, we have Diablo 2 Resurrected for PC, Ember for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries for PS5 and PS4, Sable for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC, that's also a Game Pass game, Keo for PC, and then on Friday, September 24th, we have Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS5, Dragon Ball Kakarot for Switch, and Lost Judgment for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, and Xbox One. Isaac? Any of these games that you're going to be checking out? Um, the only one that caught my interest was, I mean, I know this game's been out for a while, but, you know, we have a friend, you know, called Hasuma, and he tried to sell me on Nino Kuni once. He told me if I like mm-hmm. Pokemon, I'm going to like Nino Kuni. Is that true? Sell, sell me on Nino Kuni. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not the same kind of Nino Kuni as the one he tried to sell you on. Nino Kuni 2, this one is more of like an action RPG. Nino Kuni 1, the Wrath of the White Witch, is the one that Hatsumo tried selling you on. And that one is Pokemon like, yes. Okay. Never mind then. I'll stick to Deathloop this whole week. I'll <laughs> stick to Deathloop. <laughs> um, yeah, my the game that I'm really excited about four on this list but i won't be able to pick it up just yet is the kina bridge of spirits that game has looked phenomenal at every playstation showcase and so i'm really looking forward to that game and how it gets reviewed and i hope that it gets reviewed very well it's been delayed a couple of times because of the pandemic and so i'm i just think that it looks amazing and i really really hope I think it's Ember Studios who's making it, but I really Ember hope Lab. Ember Labs. I hope Ember Lab has a has a hit on their hand because that game just looks phenomenal. Uh, and then just to kind of point it out, because you brought up Hatsuma, I do have to give a quick shout out to our boy Cal Wu. Um, Blood Bowl three. I'm sure he's jumping on that because he's a Blood Bowl guy, and like he he always he always tries to like or talked about Blood Bowl two. I tried playing Blood Bowl two on playstation now and i i definitely tried jumping straight into it and not going through the tutorial but let me just say i was straight up confused and had no clue what the heck i was doing so i haven't returned to it since but uh, maybe i maybe i'll give it a shot but um yeah i know kawu you're gonna be listening to the podcast blood bowl three man early access go ahead and play it just expect bugs because it's early access as you know um you you know what I actually wanted, yeah, I forgot about Kena Bridge of Spirits. This, that game actually looks really good. But we'll see because, you know, it's spending a lot of money. The next six months are going to be crazy for video games. Yeah. I will say, just to just to help you, I think, if I remember correctly, Kena is going to be $40. So you could save yourself oh, a little bit okay. of money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But it's going to be on the Epic Store. It is on the Epic Store. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Ah, whatever. Uh, the last thing, the last game that I am... Uh, excited for but i i won't play it because i again just basically this would be like the very next one after kina is lost judgment i again just talking about yakuza earlier this is made by the same studio uh, that makes yakuza and this lost judgment is more 
in in combat wise like the traditional yakuza like a dragon was their first one into a turn-based rpg um, but lost judgment is again that action game and looks really good the last one i know was received very well and i plan to play it i have it downloaded on my ps4 and uh once i beat it then i'll finally jump into lost judgment but it might be a little while because you know backlog and all things like that isaac the episode is getting coming to a close. Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? I had I remembered in the middle of the podcast that in Deathloop, once you I think once you beat like the main campaign or whatever, you unlock a multiplayer where you invade oh, yeah. other people's games. So once you pick it up, I'm gonna invade you and just mess your game up. Just wow. Like well, I'm gonna so tell you right now, I'm gonna just stomp you. Because I'm really good at video games. So no, I just I wanted you to let, let you know that. I'm just saying, look, I went zero deaths through the tutorial area, okay? Oh, like, good I'm just job. saying, bro. I'm really, I'm really good at games. Yeah, yeah, you are. Really good. No deaths in the tutorial. <laughs> Top notch. Sign. You know what? Any gaming studio, any uh, esports organization that's listening to this podcast, Isaac's got you. All right? No deaths in the tutorial. He's top tier. <laughs> Just want to let you guys know that. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys all for tuning into the One More Game podcast. We, again, really enjoy bringing this to you each and every Friday. Thank you so much for sticking around for this. Stay hydrated, stay healthy, stay safe, and as always, keep on gaming. We'll see you guys on the next episode.